Good afternoon. Welcome to the political strategist, or I should say, welcome back to the political strategist. This is your program podcast host, Brenda K. Sanders. Well, it's been a while, uh, but um, better late than never. Uh, I'm coming on the podcast today to talk about today's events, which are not done yet, and. I think it has a lot to do with my voice that you hear uh, right now here on the podcast. Uh, This has been a a very brutal day of chemical attacks, uh, military chemical attacks. Uh, When I arose this morning, there were chemical clouds in the air outside of my building. And I try to preserve these events as best as possible uh, by video and by talking about the events. I'm amazed. I'm amazed at myself. Excuse my voice. (laughs) I'm amazed, though. Uh, I was just reading some excerpts from my book, Seeing Clearly in the Dark, which I've not published yet. And I was just amazed at some of the notes that I took um, earlier this year, how detailed the notes were and how they chronicled very meticulously uh, these events that I have suffered. And let me tell you, I am a detailed person to sometimes to my own uh, hurt. <laughs> uh, when I was a judge, uh, my staff would just pull the hair out because I was so concerned with detail and writing my opinions and hearing cases. I don't know. It's a habit I have. But in this instance, in this instance of writing 
what I call, I told you that, uh, I think I, I talked about it last time on the podcast about present sense impressions, how um, these tapes and even my writings can be used uh, to um, in, in lieu of my actual presence uh, because they are present sense impressions, present sense recordings and writings about events that are transpiring in my life now, pursuant to evidence rules in the state of Michigan, federally, these tapes are admissible, uh, you know, pursuant to those rules, evidence rules. I don't record them, but for that reason, I just uh, pretty much remark on that almost every time I do a podcast now. Um, but uh, what's more important is that I do this podcast to inform the public of And since this podcast, I mean, I haven't checked lately, but the last time I checked, this podcast was being heard, and I, and I have uh, ways to document that on Anchor, here on Anchor, in 33 countries, I think it was. Uh, in any event, it was in an excess of 25 countries. And uh, whenever I check it, the list just grows and grows and grows. And I said on this program before that people around the world are interested in government gang stalking. And I, I, it is probably not an event that is unique here um, to the United States. I believe it goes on everywhere. I believe that Americans and other countries are gang stalked and air stalked and and, and I believe that that has generated and preserved the interest in this podcast. Thank goodness for me. Yay, yippee. <laughs> because I, I always want you to come back and continue to listen. Well, today, the, the, the brutal events that I suffered today, and I continue to suffer, if you hear my voice, uh, uh, a, a very brutal chemical attack today. I did post the videos on, I believe, Instagram and Facebook. If I didn't do it on Instagram, I'm going to do it in a minute and probably Twitter as well. But these these chemical attacks are no joke. They're, they can be lethal if prolonged. They can be certainly very damaging if prolonged. Uh, my sense from enduring these attacks for now, I, I believe since 2015, maybe even before then, because as I have explained on this podcast many times, um, I noticed the the the, the 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 planes in the air before I was removed as a judge from the 36th District Court. I mean, I just at first I thought they were, you know, you know how planes do at entertainment venues sometimes, you know, do swirls in there, you're, you're in awe. I was in awe. And I said, wow, look at that. I did not know that the trails left by those planes were, were damaging to one's health. And you can hear my voice now and probably go back on one of several of my, 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 my podcasts, uh, radio podcasts, and see the difference in my voice. So the chemicals and even the use of this cell phone can be damaging to one's vocal cords. I notice 
that when I rise in the morning, that my voice is clear. However, as I uh, use and engage in the use of electronics, the I don't know if it's some kind of eons, I don't know the word for it, but some kind of something coming from the phone, coming from my computer, cause uh, my voice to weaken and, and sound frail. Today was a very, very, very bad day in terms of chemical attacks, and I've endured many. And let me tell you, I thank God, I thank God that I'm still here. Many of you know that my, the death of my twin sister, I believe at the hands of these very attacks. And I am somehow still here, and I'm trying to uh, make sense of it. Um, I, I understand that my sister was a very healthy woman, just like me. However, she succumbed uh, very, very fast to uh, physical disabilities, and I believe that they were brought on by these chemical attacks over and over and over. I can say this, that these attacks are now taking place daily and they're intensifying in terms of their, 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 their brutality and their harm. I fear even for my animal and his survival of these attacks. These are not, this is not something to be taken lightly. But today, the attacks were very brutal. Uh, I don't know. I try to describe them and, uh, and, and even to preserve uh, my comments for, you know, my book that I'm writing, uh, that they're very brutal. I mean, they're, they mimic suffocation, suffocation. And uh, sometimes I can feel a tightening in my chest, which suggests to me that my heart is, is, is sometimes suffering and is impaired because of the chemical inhalation that I suffer. Uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not good. It's not, it's not healthy, certainly. But I do thank God that I have survived until this day. And I continue uh, to, to, to endure through these attacks. We have a brutal government a government of sexual harassment, a government that is racist, um, uh, that that operates apparently without, with impunity, let me put it that way, with impunity about these attacks. Um, I am waiting for, for, for other government officials and entities to uh, stop these military attacks that I believe are ordered straight from the Oval Office and from other government officials, past and present. I have even mounted bids for Congress to, in an effort to, if I want to, uh, stop these attacks. Congressional representatives have uh, authority over members of Congress. And over the, I'm sorry, the military and their activities. These are activities that are mounted and launched against civilians. Civilians in the United States. I'm not an enemy of the United States. I am a civilian. So these are domestic attacks by our military against 
domestic civilians. And they're very brutal. I believe that they're being launched uh, at the expense of the American taxpayers. And, and that makes them even more uh, dastardly, in my opinion. We're paying for these things with our tax dollars, and they're harming us. I believe that President Biden, and he's the, let's see, uh, uh, let's see, uh, President Obama, Trump, and President now Biden, these are the, 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 the third president under which I have uh, suffered these attacks. And my family gets smaller and smaller uh, because of it. Uh, what I want to say, though, today's attack was very brutal, very intense, and I now live in a building, an apartment building, where several members of uh, uh, that live here, residents, uh, suffered uh, physically, and, and the ambulances had to arrive here at my building. Uh, one woman ran into the hallway barefoot, uh, and I assisted, she started crying, saying she could not breathe, saying she was sick. She was barefoot. She, she was wondering as if she was a, a little bit um, disoriented, and, you know, discombobulated to a degree. And I assisted her. I walked her down to the lobby where the um, EMS ambulances were waiting and then uh, she gave me her keys and I came back up and entered an apartment and secured her purse, her uh, walking apparatus, which was with a walker. And um, what else did I get? Her inhaler is what she asked me to get. And she was carted off to the hospital. I don't believe she's returned, but I too, talk to the EMS personnel about my uh, uh, discomfort after these brutal attacks and, and during which uh, these attacks took place. Um, I talked to them. They asked me if I wanted to go as well in the ambulance or, you know, you know, for the other ambulance. And I said, no, I was, I, I had already had a scheduled doc, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> doctor's appointment where I was going to attend this afternoon. So I didn't have to, I believe I could make it until, you know, 3.30 when uh, these, uh, the doctor appointment was scheduled. As it was, very, very, very strangely, uh, a FedEx trap delivered my medicine uh, without solicitation, but I mean, it was a prescription. I did seek to have filled last week, but I, I didn't get it filled. But then it came via this FedEx truck. This driver gets out and uh, calls me and says, okay, your package is downstairs. Of course, I am in a, a, you know, a riddle about what's going on. But this FedEx driver just coincidentally had a cell phone number from the state of Texas. And I, as the phone was ringing, I'm looking, Texas, what is Texas doing calling me? Not once, but twice. 
So again, to me, it's evidence again of sexual harassment, of gang stalking. I've often named George Bush. I continue to name him. I have uh, reported him to the FBI. I've gone on FBI Instagram pages to report him. I've gone on uh, mostly Instagram. I don't know if I've named them, I can't remember, but certainly giving notice of these attacks. I've gone on Facebook very many times, and I possibly have named him by name on those pages as well. And usually what I do when there's some kind of event that generates news broadcasting, I go on Facebook as it's live broadcasting and post my comments, hoping to gain some attention because of these these very dangerous attacks. And uh, I've, I've done it over and over for a long period of time. However, it's not seen to have any discouraging effect on the attacks themselves. But I'm still here. And so while I contemplate legal action again about these attacks and not only contemplate, but actually do it uh, and uh, bring everyone's attention to the fact that these attacks are still taking place. Um, These attacks are still going on. They're sexually motivated. The harassment is sexually motivated. I've said so many times and posted it on Facebook that every time I talk to a man or engage, even just go to a man's Instagram site, I, I don't even have to personally engage anybody these attacks have been launched against me and they get more and more brutal as the time goes on and I believe what happens is um, no one is doing anything about them. I I get more and more, every time an election has come forward and, and, and every time an election is about to take place, I get hopeful that the next gener- uh, administration will not allow these very evil attacks against me. I do not believe that I'm the only person. I'm probably one of very few that are reporting the incidents. And I do it out of sheer commitment to myself and commitment to others that may be in danger. And so to let people know what's going on, uh, I think but for my attacks, uh, I'm sorry, my reports, these, these, these events may go unreported and unnoticed. Even my congressional runs, I believe, have drawn attention to the attacks. However, the news media uh, have uh, been notified through me. I mean, I was interviewed by the Detroit News for the Michigan State Senate race this summer, and I reported about these attacks. However... It's never been addressed by the Detroit News and other entities. In fact, in fact, I forgot I did a I did a, a video presentation for uh, former Detroit City Council person Sheila Cockrell. I think her her nonprofit is Detroit 100. I'm not sure about that, but anyway, that video went to a lot of media outlets, and still, I, and I mentioned these attacks and gave a reference, a reference to the link, my Instagram link, which, uh, you know, 
where I posted these videos, but there's not been much done about it. But I'm, I'm commenting on this podcast about it. These attacks were very brutal today. Uh, the elderly, uh, the senior, <laughs> seniors cannot withstand these attacks, and maybe some children and animals. Uh, there were a number of, of people here today where ambulance was called and who were vulnerable to these chemical attacks. Like I said, the woman that I escorted to the lobby uh, had asthma, a precondition and she was obviously suffering very badly. She was crying, she turned red, she was barefoot, and that's what I did. I went to a par- into her apartment to retrieve her, her shoes and her purse. And um, as she waited, as the EMS arrived, and then lo and behold, my doctor's appointment was somehow canceled. Uh, I, I called my doctor and uh, they had no appointment for me today. And so that is just really exacerbated, really, my medical condition. There's a lot that's going on here in this country, and and I believe it's been going on for a long time. However, like I said, it's been not reported. People are fearful and intimidated uh, by these attacks, and so they forego any uh, reports to the news media, and maybe they do report it to the news media. However, the media has failed over and over to report these incidents. And and, and, and I label these incidents as sexual harassment, and, I'm, and I, I believe it's a very accurate label. And I believe I'm being treated differently than other sexual harassment victims who are non-African-American. I've said that over and over. Um, and so again, my audience is you <laughs> here on Anchor, the listeners on Anchor and, and other uh, platforms that, uh, that um, use this, uh, this, this, this uh, service here on Anchor. Uh, at one point, there was a lot of platforms, I believe up to eight. I can't even remember all of them, Radio Public, it was eight of them, I remember, but I don't know what, how many platforms are using this um, or broadcasting this podcast at this moment. I'd have to check. But, but definitely, um, we have to continue. And I say we, both the people who know and who don't know about these attacks, we have to continually fight to overcome the, these very brutal and dangerous attacks on U.S. citizenry. Let me just say it away, U.S. citizens. Uh, it is, is, it is, it is uh, uncanny and, and, and strange to me how brutal the government, the U.S. government is getting and the military is getting with these attacks. And yet appearing all along to appear normal and everything is business as usual business as usual Um, so that's what I wanted to say here on the political strategist uh, here on uh, Anchor you can go to my link on Instagram it's Brenda K. Sanders for Congress the numerical for Congress at Instagram.com 
and you can see these videos over and over and over. Um, sometimes I don't really feel physically like commenting on every attack uh, because of the detail that I think should be required, but I do try to, uh, you know, preserve my memory of the events uh, uh, here on Anchor sometimes instead of writing it out, maybe on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, and then documenting it further with the, the videos. Um, but I thank you uh, for listening to this program. I do look at the analytics and you do listen. I thank you for that. I thank you for listening. I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for tuning in even the future. Hopefully one day these events will cease to exist. They will cease to exist. And I even look forward to a normal breathing, uh, normal breathing events in my life. Uh, And I thank God that I survived this long. And in, in, in the name of Jesus, I plan to survive, uh, other events hopefully they will stop we're approaching the 2024 election and now I'm talking about I'm still talking about these events and so as we go into another election cycle I'm still enduring these these very brutal attacks and this time without my sister without my sister she was alive in 2020 but she died in 2021. So this is a domestic war, a silent war that's being fought and declared on citizens like me and for really just sexual harassment purposes, racial bias purposes, um, and all of the reasons that I have previously outlined here on Anchor on the political strategist. So I will continue to report. I will continue to uh, engage these podcasts. And I believe God will enable me to do so. And again, I thank you for tuning in. And of course, I thank you for listening. Those are two different things. You know, I say that those are two different things. You could tune into this podcast and, you know, doing your homework or doing uh, the dishes or doing looking at TV at the same time. I don't know what it is, but I do appreciate that listening and tuning in are two different things. But hopefully, for purposes of this podcast, you are doing both to to fully understand what is taking place uh, in this country, this country, the United States of America. So, Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Talk to you next time.
Sun rooftop, digging the scene with a gangster lane. 